Welcome to the Relentless Grace Podcast. This church has left the building. Your host is Pastor Paula Mamel. Welcome to Relentless Grace, a podcast for people who are seeking an authentic, unbridled faith connection with Jesus that is relevant in the 21st century. Whether you have been bruised by organized religion and walked away, or are still engaged but looking for a way to deepen your spiritual journey, Relentless Grace is a podcast to connect with your spirit. Each week, I try to make connections between the timeless Word of God and the reality of our everyday lives through reflections on the Word and ways to implement your faith in your daily life. This show is seeking to provide a re-communion of seekers, doubters, stayers, and leavers with the power of the Holy Spirit outside the walls of a congregation. This church has left the building. This week, we're continuing our series on the Shepherd Psalm by looking at the first half of the second verse. He makes me lie down in green pastures. We're going to explore why we are created to fall over if we do too much and why rest is not a bad thing. It's important for our spirit and our soul. So important that our God makes us lie down in order to receive what God will provide us. I hope you enjoy the podcast. A reading from Ezekiel, chapter 34, the Good News Version. I, the Sovereign Lord, tell you that I myself will look for my sheep and Take care of them in the same way as shepherds take care of their sheep that were scattered and brought together again. I will bring them back from all the places where they were scattered on that dark, disastrous day. I will take them out of foreign countries, gather them together, and bring them back to their own land. I will lead them back to the mountains and the streams of Israel and will feed them in pleasant pastures. I will let them graze in safety in the mountain meadows and the valleys and in all the green pastures of the land of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will find them a place to rest. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. I will look for those that are lost, bring back those that wander off, bandage those that are hurt, and heal those that are sick. But those that are fat and strong I will destroy, because I am a shepherd who does what is right. A reading from Matthew chapter 11. Verses 28 to 30, the New Revised Standard Version. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. It 
was the summer of 1998. I had given birth to my youngest son, Ian, in the beginning of April, and had returned to work sometime toward the end of May. I was back to my regular schedule as a senior pastor of a very demanding congregation, and I was pouring myself into my work. I left in the morning on this mid-June day to go to a continuing ed event. As I sat there during the opening session, I noticed that I had a terrible headache. I took some Tylenol and waited, but it kept getting worse and worse and worse. Finally, I couldn't see straight. I knew something was wrong. So during the lunch break, while everyone else took off for lunch, I decided to drive myself to the emergency room. So I went into the emergency room and told them that I had an absolutely massive, mind-numbing headache. They took me back and began the process of trying to figure out what was wrong. First, they had an MRI and then a spinal tap. Finally, they came to the solution. I had meningitis. I wasn't going back to work that day or for the next two months. Because I had viral meningitis, it was less life-threatening than bacterial meningitis. However, viral meningitis needs to run its course. Viral meningitis can linger, and linger it did. I didn't actually go back to work full-time for 10 weeks. This event was a life-altering moment. It became a life-altering moment for me as I was being wheeled through the hospital for my MRI. I had known people who had died of aneurysms at the age I was at that time. And so it was going through my mind, what happens if I die? I had two small children, a two-month-old and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. And as I faced that challenge, something very powerful went through my head. Anyone could be the pastor of my congregation, but only I could be a mother to those two children. During that time that I had a break, I realized that I could suddenly not be at work and the world would have to go on. The church had to figure out what to do about weddings, about preaching, about a whole host of things because I was in no shape to be able to handle them. And then as I continued my sick leave, I was able to take care of a few things, but I really couldn't read or focus. And when you're a pastor, not being able to read and focus is kind of makes the job impossible. So I could take care of a few things, but for all intents and purposes, I realized that the world and the church would go on without me. And so I made a decision at that time to really focus my time and my energies and my efforts into who I was as a parent to those kids. I made a decision not to be a workaholic. Now, I have to be completely honest. Over the years, there have been times when I have been a workaholic, sometimes necessitated by what was going on at work and sometimes precipitated by my own insecurities. But by and large, when the choice came down to it, I realized, as vital as my work as a pastor was, that I could only do so much. And I had to trust God to take care of me, to take care of my family, and to help us order our priorities. 
As we explore today's psalm section, he makes me lie down in green pastures. I thought immediately of that story because I was literally made to lie down in green pastures at a time in my life where I was just charging ahead. That's not uncommon as we live in a society that often drives us to work more and more and more, not taking the time that we need to rest, not taking the time that we need to recreate ourselves to find the gift of what rest in God means. What happens is that without rest, we will wear out physically, mentally, and spiritually. The question we have to ask, though, is this a bug or a feature? Is this some kind of glitch in being human? Is it a flaw in the way that we are put together so that we can't keep going on and on and on? Or is that the way that God intended it. I believe it's a feature. I believe the reason that we end up getting worn out when we do too much is because we need to recharge. We need to take time and we need to lie down in green pastures. But as the psalm points out, sometimes the shepherd has to force us into it. But we need to rest, to stop, in order to be freed from the distractions of our busyness that interfere with our awareness of God's abiding love. During the pandemic a few years ago, many of us had that experience of suddenly being forced into a situation where we weren't able to go, go, go. And a lot of folks said it was going to reorder and change how they were going to do things. Families were able to spend time together, to dive deeper, to develop relationships. And the question is, have we gone back to that level of speed that we had before? Or did we take heed of what happened when we took time to rest, to lie down in those green pastures? It was different, but it gave us a chance to recharge and recreate. It even did so for the world. During that time of pandemic, our world actually became healthier. The air and the water across the globe began to clear. People could begin to see and experience surroundings in ways that were unthinkable prior to the pandemic. There was footage of canals in Venice, usually murky and smelly with garbage, but had become so clear that jellyfish were visible swimming in them. And there were astonishing photos of the Himalayan mountains now suddenly visible from the streets of Punjab when they were normally among the most smog-ridden places on the planet. When the world took time to rest, recreation happened. Green pastures appeared. But how does the shepherd make their sheep rest? Does it go around bonking them on the head with a stick or a rock? (laughs) No. The shepherd leads the sheep to a place with green grass to eat, a place that is filled with beauty and rest. But the thing about sheep is that because of their very makeup, it's almost impossible for them to lie down when they're troubled or insecure or frightened. In fact, sheep need these four things in order to to lie down. They need to have freedom from fear. 
Sheep are timid by nature, and they refuse to lie down if they're afraid of something around them. In fact, nothing so quiets and reassures a sheep as to see the shepherd in their field. They also need freedom from tension. Because of the social behavior within the flock, sheep will not lie down unless they are freed from friction from others of their kind, like rivalry and tension and competition for status and self-assurance. They need to know that there is peace. They also need freedom from anxiety. If tormented by flies or parasites, sheep will not lie down. They can only lie down when they're free from pests. And finally, they will not lie down as long as they feel in need of finding food. Freedom from hunger. Green pastures did not just happen by chance. Green pastures were the product of tremendous labor, time, and skill in land use. The shepherd allows us to lie down by giving us the freedom from all of these things. But the only way that we are able to find that freedom is by trusting and following the shepherd. The text from Matthew today says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We have a God who allows us to find freedom from fear when we trust in God. And God helps us by allowing us to be in relationship with others. When we focus on God and not the irritants around us, we can find that sense of peace and we can trust in a God who will feed us. But that's a hard thing for us as Christians. The writer William Evans said, It is generally recognized as being a very difficult thing to get God's people to lie down. They will do almost anything and everything else but that. They will run, walk, fight, sing, teach, preach, work, in a word, do almost anything and everything except seek seasons of quiet and periods of retirement and secret communion with God and quiet soul nurture. We do not like pauses. But from the rush into the hush, Jesus calls us. Our extra work doesn't always make things better. Sometimes we just need to take a break. Max Uclado said, change your focus and relax. And while you're at it, change your schedule and rest. Being a human being means to be, but we become human doings. We define ourselves so often by the work that we do, by what we are taking care of, but Jesus tells us to rest. That passage from Ezekiel about the shepherd and the sheep, that was told to a people who were in exile. They had followed false shepherds. They had not listened to the right voices, and as a result, they were banished from their land. But they were told that if they listened to the voice of God, the still, small voice of God, they would be led by a shepherd who loved them. I recently had an opportunity. At the time, it didn't seem like an opportunity. But because of the way God works, it was an opportunity to take a break. And what I found in that time was that I was able to view things through new eyes. We need to take breaks. 
our bodies break down when we don't, and that is because that's the way God designed them. That's why it says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. This psalm reminds us that we have a shepherd who wants us to rest. It's not wrong to take a break. It's not wrong to enjoy the world. He makes me lie down in green pastures. But he also provides us all that we need so that we can trust and lie down. So that we can believe in the truth of a shepherd who really is good. Sometimes sleeping on it. Not continuing to push through. Stepping back can be the wiser choice. How often have we seen bad things happen because people felt that they needed to do something instead of taking the time to reflect before charging ahead? That doesn't mean that we don't do. It doesn't mean we become lazy or cease to do anything. What it means is it's okay to rest. On that fateful day in 1998, I had to reorder my whole life in a heartbeat. And it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because it gave me a chance to see that the world doesn't stop without me there. But that when I invest my time and my energy into the things that matter, and then take the time that I need to recharge my spirit, well, then I'm in better shape. When we follow our Good Shepherd, and when we trust Him, we will be able to rest. We know the words of Jesus to be true. When we are weary and heavy laden, our God who makes us lie down in green pastures will give us rest. And when we are rested, we are better able to serve our Lord. Amen. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. Praise for the singing. Praise for the morning. Praise for them springing fresh from The rain's new fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first dew fall on the new grass. Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden, sprung in where God's feet pass Mine is the sunlight Mine is the morning Born of the one light Eden's a place Praise with elation Praise every God's recreation of the new day.
I want you to lie down for this week's community connection. Literally, lie down in green pastures. That's what we're supposed to do, according to the psalm. That's what God wants us to do. The shepherd makes us lie down in green pastures. And to explore why I want you to lie down in green pastures, I want to first consider why the shepherd wanted the sheep to lie down. The sheep could have just as easily sat down or been wandering around the green pastures, but lying down puts your body in a state of rest. Your heart rate is slower, your brain function slows, and your body begins to heal or restore itself. That's why we lie down when we're feeling faint. That's why we lie down when we're sick. Because when we lie down, we are able to yield ourselves from our sense of control and trust in a God who is with us. But I don't want you to lie down just anywhere. I want you to lie down in a green pasture. Okay, it doesn't have to be a pasture, but it could be a plot of grass. You could go to the park. You can go to your yard. Just lie back in the grass. Remember when you were a kid, how wonderful it was to just lie in the grass and look up and look at the clouds or at night to look at the stars? Sometimes we've lost that wonder, that ability to just lie and appreciate it. And the reason I want you to do it outside is because the green in this pasture means life, renewal, nature. So the color of green signifies that a pasture is fertile. The grass is not dead or it would be brown. So as the sheep feed, they are receiving nourishment. And as they get nourishment, they are being energized and strengthened. When we lie down in green pastures, we are deliberately taking a chance to get away from so much of the bustle and the noise of life. Don't just do something. Lie there. Lay down. We lay down our burdens. We lay down our struggles when we yield. A couple of weeks ago for the community connection, I talked about the importance of lying down and just putting something in our hands mentally to lift it up to God. This week is a similar theme. Take a half an hour one day to just go lie down outside. It could be at nighttime. It could be during the daytime. But just look up. If it's the day, look at the clouds. If it's the night, Look at the majesty of the dark night and the stars, but take time to rest and reflect. And the reason I suggest a half an hour is sometimes we just need a short time to have a break. Sometimes we need longer. We think, oh, I don't have time for that. I have so much going on. Martin Luther was said to say that the more he had going on in a day, the more time he spent in prayer because that was able to help him focus and get through what he needed to do. We accomplish more when we are able to center ourselves and rest. The human body was not created to go without a break. We are created to lie down, to rest, and to be deliberate and intentional about it. So, this week, go lie down, outside! Lie down in green pastures. 
choose to and find the comfort that comes from just relaxing. And then use the energy that you get from that to serve others and to care beyond yourself. But we can only give if we are strengthened. That's why the oxygen mask needs to be applied to the parent before the child on the plane. Because when the parent has the oxygen, they're able to care better for the child. God gives us that oxygen, rest, recreation, God's recreation. When we take the time to enjoy it, we can experience what God offers to us. Beauty, refreshment, renewal. All that we need to live in this world. Thank you for joining me today for Relentless Grace. If you have not already subscribed or left a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd be grateful if you did so. I'd also appreciate it if you enjoy the program, if you would share it with others. The only way to grow a podcast is through word of mouth. I appreciate those who are willing to share the program with their friends. In addition, I appreciate the feedback that I've gotten to help continually improve the show. Almost every week, I hear something from someone that helps me hone and focus the podcast more and more. You can reach out to me at relentlessgracepodcast at gmail.com. Also, I appreciate the support that I get to allow me to do the podcast. Because it's a ministry and I can't pass the plate, this end of the podcast announcement is my way of doing it virtually. You may support this by going to Patreon, and there is a link in the show notes, or you can Venmo me at PVMamel. I appreciate the support as I continue to make this an ongoing ministry with the hopes of providing a source of spiritual nourishment. I want to thank everyone who helped with the podcast today, especially Dan McKnight, my announcer, Gabrielle Brown, who read for the program today, Cammie Wenberg, whose skills as a singer never cease to amaze me, and Ruth Skinner, who provides the closing music. I send you out with a blessing. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all of the trees of the field shall clap their hands. This week, may you enjoy rest, and may it fill your spirit and give you peace. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy and all the trees of the field will clap will clap their hands and all the trees of the field will clap their hands the trees of the field will clap their hands the trees of the field will clap their hands as you go out with joy